You're listening to Vet Candy. Hello, Vet Candy Universe, and welcome to this episode of Vet Candy IRL. And I'm your host, Shannon Gregoire. I'm so excited to be with you guys today and bring you into contact with another wonderful veterinarian. And this time, a little out of the box from what we've had before. We actually have a fabulous equine veterinarian joining me today. And I'm so super excited for you guys to get to know her. Um, Her name is Dr. Catherine Methown, and she is just such a wonderful human being. And I'm so excited to bring you guys a little bit of equine medicine to the show. So we're actually going to do something fun with today's episode, a little different from our usual. So I'm going to ask Dr. Catherine Uh, 21 questions, and she's going to give us 21 answers. And we're going to see how this goes. And uh, we're going to have some fun today. Welcome to the show, Dr. Catherine. I'm so excited to have you here. And we're going to play a little game today for our listeners called 21 Questions. Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. This is Caitlin Palmer. You probably know me as the desk wench. You know, the sweet TikTok receptionist who has to deal with the evil Karen Stevens. Well, if you like that, you are going to love my new podcast, Desk Wench Confessions. On my show, I have funny guests who tell me about their own Karens. Plus, we have contests, giveaways, and skits. Trust me, you are going to love it. Check it out on a podcast platform of your choice on Vet Candy Radio. All righty. So the first one is, what is the Cliff Note version of your life so far? Well, today I'm calling in from Shepherdsville, Kentucky, which is just south of Louisville, Kentucky. I am an equine surgeon at Bannon Woods Veterinary Hospital, and I really love my new job there. Not being a surgical resident is great. I get to work with not only horses, but I also get to dabble a little bit into small animal surgery here and then, and I've actually started to really enjoy that as well. We relocated from Champaign, Illinois, my husband and I, with our almost 11-month-old daughter, and we bought a 39-acre ranch. Oh, I think I I can hear her. Yes, yes, she is awake right now and trying to interact with everybody. Yeah, so we are so excited to be here in Kentucky, and uh, we love where we have settled down. That's amazing. (laughs) All right, so the next question would be, what should they teach in veterinary school, but they don't? That is a great question. I think they should teach more interpersonal skills for how to get along with all of these staff members. That has been the biggest challenge for me since I've entered veterinary medicine is how different everybody's personality is and how It is a requirement that you are able to mold your own interactions unique to everybody in a university setting 
and in a private practice setting so that the workflow is very a good positive atmosphere. Yeah, I agree. Definitely uh, soft skills could use a little bit more attention in school. (laughs) What inscription would you want on your gravestone? I know that's kind of a little bit of a dark question, but interesting. Yes. Well, I would, uh, of course, wanted to have my name, <laughs> my full name uh, on there, all, all four names I have. And I would want it to first say wife, mother, daughter, then veterinarian in that order. Yeah. And why specifically in that order? I would pick that order because the biggest accomplishment of my life is marrying my husband, Collins. I'm just so blessed to have married a man that is so loving and caring. And I just feel extremely fortunate and feel like I won the lottery with him. So uh, that is my biggest accomplishment is uh, getting to marry Collins. And then my second biggest accomplishment is having my sweet daughter. I absolutely love being a mother. It is so rewarding to be a mother. And then my Sweet parents, they have always been the, my biggest supporters, my strongest mm-hmm. encouragers. So it is an honor to be their daughter. And then after that would come veterinary medicine uh, is my passion in life and my drive in life. I want to not only take care of every animal I encounter, but I really want to foster the human animal bond that people have with their horses. Yeah, absolutely. I love that because, you know, veterinarians are people first, right? I mean, we have a wonderful, demanding profession, but uh, it's it's not everything that we are. So I'm really, it's really great to hear that, you know, you value things outside of vet med. What would be a cause that is worth dedicating your life to? Ooh, that's, a, that's also a fabulous question. Well, I'm very passionate, as I said in my previous question uh, and answer about fostering a human-animal bond. And what that means to me is increasing quality of life and lifelong years of an animal with their owner. That can be from, you know, a 70-year-old woman that has a trail horse that she's owned since it was a foal for 20 years that was born on her farm. Or it can be a competitive show jumping horse, that relationship of the athlete with the rider. This can also be a seven-year-old girl with her pony that just wants to go out and brush her pony and give it treats. My job and my goal is to just foster each of these relationships that owners have with their horse, whether it's a companion, whether it's a pet, whether it's an athlete, all three of those roles are extremely important. And I want to increase the quality of life and the longevity of life for all of those scenarios. Yeah, absolutely. I'm celebrating my 17 years with my my mare this year. And I can't believe that <laughs> she's other than my family, the longest relationship I've ever had. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. I, I got her when I was seven and she's just been there with me this whole time. So it's crazy how time flies. <laughs> and then speaking of Caroline, what would be the most important thing you want to teach her and maybe future children who? 
Yeah, I have thought about this a lot, actually. I thought about this a lot in my pregnancy about what I wanted to teach her mostly. You know, of course, I have a list of 100 things I want to teach her, but ultimately, I want to teach her to be kind. In this world, I think, unfortunately, there's a lot of un- unkindness that is innate in people and that gets spread around the world. And I want to teach her that in every situation, no matter how you are treated, even if it's unfairly or even if it's poorly, to always treat other people with kindness because you never know what that person is internally going through. And I think kindness is the most important thing I could teach her. Yeah, absolutely. That's, you know, something I think that a lot of people don't teach that I wish they did. Speaking of, you know, kindness and after a long day, you know, it gets, it gets tiring. What do you do to recharge after like a crazy busy, you know, 16 plus hour day? Yeah, well, actually, my recharging mainly starts in the morning, actually. I like to get up early before I go to work, and I work out. My husband and I work out together. We have a home gym that we have here. So we work out in the mornings, and that's how I start my day is actually my recharging starts before I go to work. I'll be honest, I have an awesome job, and it is not very emotionally taxing on me. And I feel great when I come home from work because I work for an awesome hospital that truly values my life. So when I come home, I don't feel drained anymore like I used to in my residency and in my internship prior to that. So when I come home, I spend some time with my daughter and my husband, whether or not that's grazing our horse for our daughter to pet or whether or not that's cooking a meal together and just unwinding together. And then, of course, I love to read her a bedtime story, but I uh, do not feel drained anymore like I used to. So that is a positive for me being outside of a residency now. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Hi, this is Dr. Jessica Turner, and I want to tell you about my new show, Living Well with Dr. Jessica. We talk about life, love, and living your healthiest life. Check it out on Vet Candy Radio or a podcast platform of your choice. Yeah, that's amazing. And so good to hear that, you know, after those uh, stressful years, it does get better. (laughs) It does. It does get better. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I have a, now a a funny question for you. So how useful do you think you would be in a zombie apocalypse? Oh, goodness. (laughs) Um, Well, I know how to give injections IV really well. And I could definitely perform surgery. So I think I'd be pretty useful. I'd be able to do some amputations if they were required, do some gastrointestinal surgery if that was required, and I could medicate. So I think I'd be pretty useful. Right? Absolutely. I think veterinarians are like perfect for a zombie apocalypse because we're used to doing like crazy, you know, MacGyver type things whenever it's needed. So (laughs) that'd be pretty awesome. (laughs) And with all the traveling that you've done with 
school and internships and residencies and everything. Where is your favorite place that you have gone so far? Ooh, my favorite place. Wow, I've been really all over the country. I really love the Rocky Mountains, though. Colorado area, uh, Utah, Wyoming, Idaho. Those are probably my favorite areas to visit. That's amazing. I just did a a cross-country trip when I moved out of California back to the East Coast, but I took the Southern route, so I didn't get to see too much of the mountains, but uh, the Rockies are are beautiful. Oh, yes. They they are breathtaking. I remember the first time I saw them being in shock. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. It's just so crazy. Like all the different uh, landscapes across the country is phenomenal. (laughs) And then which movie, show, or book can you watch or read like over and over again? Like I know a lot of people pick Grey's Anatomy as something that they binge watch all the time, but what's that for you? Oh, well, um, I'm going to probably tell you uh, something that you've never heard. (laughs) um, My all-time favorite movie is Elf, and I could watch it in July all the time. I think it is the best movie. It is so comical, and I laugh the whole time to the point that I cry. So I love the movie Elf. And then for my favorite TV show, it would have to be an 80s classic called The Golden Girls. That is my favorite show. I love comedy. Comedy is my favorite genre for TV shows and movies. So I I love the comedy. Yes, I love comedy too. I get a, an inkling for those uh, stand-up comedy specials that they have on you know one of those streaming services. I love those. <laughs> And then who would you most like to sit next to on a 10-hour flight and why? First of all, that's a really long flight. (laughs) That's like going to Australia or something. I would have to pick my husband for that as well. He's a great person to have a conversation with. He also knows how to make really good mixed drinks. So he would make the flight entertaining and also very pleasant. And he would also hold my hand during turbulence, which I need my hand held during turbulence. Oh, (laughs) yeah. A nice steady hand to uh, hold you through that. (laughs) What are two things you know you should know how to do, but don't. You are full of great questions. (laughs) One is I'm working on not taking things personally. That has been something I've been working on for probably about the past three years is, you know, you encounter a lot of people are maybe not the nicest to you. And it really is not personal. And I routinely tell myself, don't take it personally. So that is something that I am working on doing because I don't do it very well, but I'm trying to be better about that. Let's see. What else do I want to learn how to do that I don't currently know how to do? If I could figure out how to get 36 hours in a 24-hour day, that is what I would do. I I would learn to do that. Yeah, that would be fantastic, wouldn't it? We could just extend a single day. It would be great. And what is something you've done that you wish you could undo? To be honest, I don't really have regrets in my life because ultimately it got me to the place that I'm currently at. I love where I've ended up. I love my job. I love where I live. I love the family I have. So there's 
not much I would change. I, I will say though, I did eat unhealthy in veterinary school and I did not <laughs> exercise in veterinary school. And although now I am very in shape and I eat healthy and I cook healthy, it took me a while to get to where I am now. And so I wish I had made healthier choices in veterinary school and realized the importance of living a healthy lifestyle before I entered uh, veterinary medicine as a veterinarian. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, vet school is a lot for anybody and it's just sometimes it, it makes you put your own fitness and nutrition on the back burner and it really yeah. just increases, I guess, the uh, the stress and the suffering that you go through during school. <laughs> yes, it does. So note to all our listeners, eat well and exercise. I even exercise after and or between my finals. So it's very important. I wish it's something I would have done. I truly wish it was something I would have done instead of now I don't do unhealthy things. Whenever I used to relax in vet school, I would, you know, sit on the couch eat a bowl of mac and cheese and watch TV for relax to relax. But now when I, my relaxing is spending time with my family, cooking a healthy meal, working out in the mornings with my husband. So now I have healthier choices as far as what my relaxing time is. And I, I'd wish I'd made those decisions sooner. <laughs> Be right back with more vet candy. Hey, this is Shannon Gregoire. If you're like me, it's tough keeping up with everything vet med, but now I'm going to make your life a lot easier. Check out my show on Vet Candy TV, available on iTunes, YouTube, IGTV, and Facebook Watch. Catch up with all things vet med with me. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. Like, I don't know if it's just, you know, exercising is kind of like I can shut my brain off and just use my body instead. Cause in vet school, all you're doing constantly is just like constantly fatiguing your brain. And I feel like just exercising is a way to just shut that off and just focus on simple physical tasks. And that for me is a great brain reset. Cause I feel like all the inflammation goes down in my brain from school <laughs> and I can just do something else. What do most people think about you that is untrue? I hope I'm an open book. I do not know of anything that would be untrue, to be honest. I try to live my life uh, openly and uh, truthfully for everyone to see. So I don't, I hope that no one has any preconceived notions about me. So, Oh, good. Awesome. That's great to hear. I know it's so much easier when you just live like that. It takes a while to learn to live like that, but it's a great great thing. And what is something that can't be taught and can only be learned with experience? I would say confidence. Confidence can be learned with experience. I heard a lot in veterinary school, the phrase, fake it till you make it. And I still not seen anyone fake it well. They still seem unconfident. Truly with experience. And by experience, I mean two to three times seeing the same case, two to three times seeing the same signalment. Once you truly know a pathology, 
you'll learn how to diagnose it, how to treat it, and it will come naturally. And you will be confident when you talk to owners about prognosis and treatment plans. So I do believe confidence cannot be taught, but it is truly with experience. Yeah, absolutely. Just you know, seeing something again and getting that pattern recognition behind you is very comforting. <laughs> with that, this kind of follows along nicely is what defines a successful person or success to you? It's not the quantity of friends you have, but the quality of friends and the quality relationships that you have with your family. At the, As I tell many vet students, um, whenever they are in veterinary school, they seem like veterinary medicine is the only thing for their lives. And I always tell them veterinary medicine will not keep you warm when you're 80, but your family and your close friends will. Like don't sacrifice your relationships with family and friends. And that's something I feel like I did in veterinary school. Veterinary medicine was number one, that nothing else had a place in my life. And I did sacrifice uh, some of my friendships for, for that and relationships with my family. And I do realize now that veterinary medicine will not keep me warm when I'm 80, but my family will, my, those relationships. Exactly, exactly. You don't want to wake up one day burying your head in this profession and then not have anyone around to be with when you're not no longer in it. Another one that's kind of interesting is what is something that most people love that you actually don't love? <laughs> French fries. No, I, I don't really care for French fries. <laughs> Not even sweet potato fries. <laughs> oh, now sweet potato fries are a guilty pleasure. Yes. It's more of this McDonald's. I am around a lot of people that think McDonald's is amazing. And I have this personal vendetta that I just refuse. Like I will go hungry and starve. (laughs) Yeah. I would also rather starve than go to McDonald's because it just makes me feel like crap when I eat it. So I don't know. Is that a Southern thing? I don't, must be. But when I was the last McDonald's I ever ate was in 2011. And I know it was 2011 because I remember having an egg McMuffin and getting so sick. And I swore I would never eat there again. And here we are 10 years later. And I'm still just like, nope, there is no way you're convincing me to eat there. Yeah, no, I think the only thing I would still get there is their unsweet iced tea because it's like a dollar or something. Yeah, but no, their food doesn't make me feel good either. It's like, blech. What makes you say, what was I thinking when you look back on your life? I commonly think about that, about what I wore and the fact I had curly hair and did not realize until about 14 or 15 that my hair required hair product like mousse or gel and that, you know, just brushing curly hair would only make me look like Mrs. Frizzle. I look back on pictures and I'm like, wow, yeah, no, I uh, <laughs> I was unattractive. <laughs> oh my gosh, I feel that struggle. I have curly hair too and humidity is not my friend. But yes, yes, definitely something to calm the volume. There is so much volume. <laughs> oh gosh. And if you can live your life again, Knowing what you know now, what would you change if you would change anything? 
Um, I think I'd only change one thing, and that is my husband and I dated in undergrad for a year, and we uh, broke up amicably for us to go different parts of the country. And I wish I would have just been like, nope, we're not doing that. (laughs) And we could have just stayed together all through veterinary school. So if I could go back, I would have just looked at him and been like, no, breaking up's not an option. So we'll just stay together. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Well, I'm glad you guys found each other again, though. That's amazing. And if you had an unlimited budget to spend on self-care in 24 hours, all your friends and family are busy and you have the whole day to yourself, what would you do? Ooh, well, I've actually never had any type of spa day. I routinely work out and uh, that's, I love doing that. But if I truly had absolutely money is not a factor, I've never had a massage. So I would get a massage, like a really, really good massage. And I would also uh, get a facial. Yeah. I've never had a massage. So I think that's what I would do. Yeah. That sounds amazing. I've always wanted to go to um, one of those natural like salt springs. There's, I forget where they are, but there's like these hot salt springs like up in the mountains somewhere in the world. And I think flying there would be amazing to just soak in the water for a day and a massage afterwards. (laughs) And then the last question I have for you today is if you could be born again and choose what profession to go into, what would you choose? Oh, I would choose this. This is the best profession. Absolutely. I would choose to be an equine surgeon over and over again, this is exactly what I would choose. Yeah, that's amazing. It's uh, definitely, I think a lot of people are uh, just born with the drive to be a vet. I mean, there's a lot of people that come in from somewhere else, but there's a lot of people I feel like are just reincarnated veterinarians over and over and over again. We'll be right back with more Vet Candy. Hey, pet parents. This is your favorite lifestyle guru, Renee Michelle, and I'm excited to tell you about my new show on Pet Candy. Join me and make some cute pet stuff. Talk about life and love and everything in between. Check out the Renee Michelle Show on mypetcandy.com and let's have some fun. Well, that is fantastic. Thank you for answering all my <laughs> random 21 questions and playing this game with me. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I really, really appreciate you having me as your guest. Yeah, it was great to have you on. I'm so excited to... Um, you know, talk to an equine veterinarian because, you know, I love my horses and everything like that. So it's, it's great to get some exposure for, you know, all our equine veterinarians out there too. To, you know, they're just as amazing as our small animal doctors. Yes. Yes. I'm so glad that I was able to be different for your show and give you a little bit of variety. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Thank you. And thank you, Caroline, too, for joining us today. Hearing your little giggles is super cute. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, she's she's on the floor uh, reading a book now. 
She loves books, which is great. That's her favorite thing uh, is books. And you can't take them away from her. She loves to just stare at them and flip their pages. <laughs> it, it, it is a good, good quality. Well, thank you, Bet Candy Universe, for listening to our Fun 21 question game today. I am so excited to have brought an equine veterinarian into our show. And I hope to do this again very soon. And thank you all for listening today. We can put her contact information below in this podcast. And also, Dr. Catherine, do you have like social media or somewhere that people can contact you as well? Yes. Please follow me on Instagram at Dr. Cat the Cowgirl Vet. Awesome. You heard that, Dr. Cat the Cowgirl Vet on Instagram. If you'd like to hear more, and uh, she is amazing, and we hope to hear from her soon. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm your host. Shannon. It's Vet Candy. Vet Candy. Vet Candy. It's Vet Candy Radio.